I just kind of try and take every day as it goes and keep be a student first, keep learning, keep growing, keep reading, and then whatever comes my way comes my way. It's my way. Because how the hell can you help others if you don't first help yourself? It's the old airplane oxygen metaphor. You must first put on your own oxygen mask before helping others put theirs on. The Marines have a saying. You're listening. You're listening to Rice at Home. I just had a meeting with myself. Yeah. Talking about some things I couldn't tell. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sometimes you gotta deep that shit yourself. Yeah. When you got no one to come and tell you, yeah, yeah. That's why I try keeping to myself. Dog, yeah. Ain't no one fuck with you like yourself. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm just trying to focus on myself. Dog, yeah. I ain't got a reason to be selfish. Yeah. You cannot win the war against the world if you can't win the war against your own mind. Hello guys, welcome back to Rice at Home. We are back again. It's just me and Travis again back in the studio. Um, But we are going to be talking about something that is literally a daily struggle in the business and life world. Mm -hmm. Um... Objections. Objections, man. I object. Yeah. What are objections, Emma? Objections are things that piss me off. That's what what objections are. I deal with them on a daily, so they actually just drain my whole energy. Um, Objections really are just things stopping you from moving forward in the process. Mm -hmm. So whether that be things that are stopping you from moving forward in life or things that are stopping you from moving forward in business with someone else. And those objections might come from yourself or from the other person Mm -hmm. because they can actually come from yourself. You can actually object things you actually want because of certain things that you do. But um, for the most part today, we're talking about how other people object on things that we want in life. Yeah. Um, so I would say that nothing is more dangerous um, to, uh, I don't know, a deal or any sort of kind of relationship that you're trying to have um, than letting objections go unaddressed until the later stages when it's time to make the key decisions. Am I right? Because if you address something straight away, it's then much easier to solve it rather than like offering a solution and then going back to the objection. Does that make sense? Yeah. I think that's... So the longer you allow this person or this other party to hold this opinion of you, then the stronger that opinion actually gets and then the harder you have to fight to destroy it or to combat it um, and try and, you know, get them around to your point of thinking. Yeah, no, definitely. I 100% agree. Um, I obviously deal with objections every day because I work in sales and there's many times where, because I work in recruitment, so I'm going to use that as a an example. I'm talking to a client, I pick up the phone, especially nowadays because all I do is cold call nowadays. So I call up. If I can even get through to switchboard, that is a whole nother... In, do you know what? 
that is a part of the objection, yeah? yeah. That is a part of the objection. That process, because at the end of the day, if you're, especially if you're going to be doing a whole bunch of cold, cold calls and you haven't had, if you don't have scheduled calls with these clients and business individuals and people you want to build relationships with, you're going to have to pass somebody. So on the switchboard, I'd, it could be anyone answering. I've actually had the MD answer the switchboard before. Mm-hmm. So you never know who's going to be, but at the end of the day, they're going to try and not waste their colleagues' time. That's the aim of their job. Whoever picks up that phone is the goal is to not waste someone else's time and not waste theirs either. Okay. So when it comes to I'm calling in, hey, my name is blah, 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 and I'm looking for this person. They ask me, why are you calling? If we've done business, to, if we've done business with them before, I literally say, oh, it's a courtesy call. I'm just calling to build up our relationship again. That is smooth. I literally get, and I only started to get through nowadays mm-hmm. because I, again, I've been tweaking my, my, my stuff, you know. When I don't have that, when we've never done business with them before, it's literally a case of literally chatting on my ass and hoping, hoping that they'd, they just let me through. Mm. Most of the time, they don't. But <laughs> I'd say 50-50. Yeah. Yeah. Get through now. Oh. Let's say you get through to the client. Okay. Hi. Introduce yourself, what you do. Um, I understand that you're looking for somebody or I understand that you take on these people. Mm-hmm. Are you looking, you know, let's say how how's your hiring process or what's going on with you? Do you have any projects coming up at the moment? All of a sudden, they'll be like, I don't believe we're working with you right now. Mm, yeah, I don't really think we can go move forward with anything because we don't have um, an agreed, you know, an agreed like, business relationship with with yourselves. Okay, does that mean anything though? What if I have everything that you're looking for? Mm-hmm. Does that mean because in your head you think you've got everything you need, mm-hmm. you can't have anything better? Yeah. Your job in that regard, and this is just a recruitment example, but this literally stands for every single service or any business relationship you're trying to build. Mm-hmm. They, they already have their biases. And yeah. this is what objections come from. They come from people's biases, mm-hmm. preconceived biases. You and, now have to change. And those biases are usually as a result of their environment and the things that they experience on a regular basis. Exactly. So for example, if their company has, doesn't have a lot of money, exactly, then they're thinking, oh, this person's coming to sell. We can't afford it. Exactly. Already. And if you already know that about them, you've done your research, you can say, you can just position it as what you just said there. Like, it's a courtesy call. We just wanted to see if you are in the market for anything. Blah, 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 blah. If you come with, if you came straight with the blah, 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 like, oh yeah, here's this. This is my offer. You haven't no. had a conversation yet. Yeah. The conversation is not there. This person, one, doesn't like you. Yep. <laughs> because you have not given them the courtesy to yep. even ask them if they want to have this conversation. Yep. Because if you ask them if they want to have the conversation, even if they say no, then that opens up, you know, the conversation to, okay. Why? Yeah, why? If they don't want to tell you, then fine. Yeah. But, but usually do, they'll say, Usually oh, they'll say something. They'll yeah. be like, oh, sorry, we're working with this person or we've been burnt in the past or this and that. Mm-hmm. So we're not really looking. So there was even a there was actually a time this this week. It was only one person though. I cold called freshly, didn't work with him, got through to him. Hi, this is what I do. You know, I look after this division. Um, 
I actually have a number of people that, uh, you know, that come fully referenced and stuff like that. You know, what sort of projects are you working on? See, I, I already said what my products were, because obviously in recruitment, our products are great people. People are products in our world, right? Mm-hmm. You have to position them there. But I, I didn't tell you I'm selling to you. I'm just said they're there. So I'm keeping you that. I'm keeping that in your head. Mm-hmm. I could have said, do you want one? Do you want somebody? Yeah. Are you looking for someone right now? And to be fair, that's some people's style is that and they get a yes or no and they move on. Mm-hmm. Or you could start building a relationship with future. He and he told told me, you know, his situation. You know, we actually do this. We're probably we're not looking right now, but we might be looking, you know, in the new year. I was like, well, why don't we keep in touch and then, you know, see if we can make something happen. So all right. So now that's now someone that is long term business. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So. That could have gone a whole other way. That objection of I'm not looking right now. I'm I don't want to do this right now. I don't want to have your marketing services right now. Oh, I don't really think I need chiropractor services right now. Mm-hmm. You there's never a right time to have anything. Yeah. It's jumping on an opportunity when it comes. You need to find a way to position whatever you're selling to anybody, whether it's just a normal cons- customer or it's a someone you potentially might do business with. Mm-hmm. You need to position that as you need it right now or you're going to lose the best thing that ever happened to you. Uh, you, Would you say that sales is the most important... um, Sorry, that objections are the most important part of sales? Yeah, nothing means anything. Mm -hmm. Nothing means anything until you get to that point. Yeah. because um, The earlier you get it as well, the the easier the sale will be. Yeah, exactly. Because in my organisation and the way they, they kind of put us pass on they teach us about sales um, it, they, they define it as like a sale is convincing someone to do something that they, otherwise they wouldn't have done so in my head the otherwise is those objections you know, whether those objections are just because they hadn't thought about it or because it's too expensive or because they didn't know where to find it or because they've done it before and it didn't work or all of those things or they're are, unfamiliar yeah all of those things are objections yeah. so your job as the salesperson is to deal with the objections all the talking and the ha 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 you know the actual the thing that you think you're doing in selling asking them the question is not the main thing although that does help and that is some, I guess it triggers the actual decision uh-huh. it's not the thing that gets you to sell because when you're se- selling the only time you can sell something is when you convince someone to do something that they weren't going to do. If they're already going to do it, you're not really selling them anything. You're facilitating them buying. Yeah, I think that's that's something that's really cool. And also, also the distinction between um, an objection and just a, a straight piss off. Like, I'm sure. Like, I don't. I'm not on the phones every day like you are but I'm sure you've had just people like yeah we don't want to talk bye yep like that's not an objection because they don't want to tell you why they don't want to talk we just don't want to talk yeah. to you and I had that today yeah it's it great <laughs> it's great I was like oh okay that's nice alright bye I'm not going to call you guys again that's it this is, okay at least I know that I don't have to call you guys again because you're, you're not you know you're not worth my time mm-hmm yeah, because like, and like, if they're just straight telling you to piss off, just brushing you off, yeah, just saying, oh yeah, 
I'll call you back. And yeah. you know they're just like laughing. Yeah. Like, because I was I was in an office and one of my clients the other day and a recruiter called them. Yeah. And they were just like, he he was the the um director guy. He was just like, oh yeah, tell them I'm in a meeting. And they were like, hey, yeah, sorry, he's in a meeting. Yeah. So like every time they call, that's like the running thing, he's always in a meeting. And he'll call back later. Or call at no, she they say like call at eleven, blah 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 blah. Yeah. So um Mate, it's just um, other. It's just a funny situation. The thing is with objections is, or you know, handling objections is the beauty of handling objections comes with the objections themselves. So when it comes to selling, you need to know all the information possible as to why they don't want something or why they think a certain way. So asking why, how, what, when, where, who, yeah, all of them, all of them things will give you all the information. So let's say, imagine again, I'm just going to use recruitment as a, an example because that's why I work in. Um, Yes, so um, we actually have a few people, you know, that we're working with on an exclusive basis at the moment. So um, it seems as if, you know, I don't think we can do business. Let's say, oh, well, you know, how come, you know, you're working with them exclusively? Um, I was, just, you know, when, you know, we've done some good work with them and, you know, we don't see them doing a bad job anytime soon. Let's say, okay, well, um, what do they help you recruit for? And then imagine if they just say everything. <laughs> and everything? My m- mate, everything. Oh, so they help you recruit for everything? Yeah. Okay. So does that mean, you know, have, has there been ever a time where they've let you down or, you know, might not have got things right technically? Because I work in engineering, so technicalities are everything. Oh, yeah, you know, there was one time where, you know, we did get a candidate in. He wasn't the best, but, you know, we, for the most part, we've, we've done great work with him. You know, well, you see, I actually specialize in da-da-da and the only people I talk to every single day are the best on the market because we have, you know, our job boards are number one on every single job board. We Our job adverts are number one on every job board, which means we get the best quality candidates coming through. Mm-hmm. We also qualify them, so we reference them. Just like, you know, might have this might even be off the back of a reference. So we reference them. We also have other tools that can help screen. And basically, we are here to not waste your time. Also, I can get someone in, start in, as soon as tomorrow. Can your agency do that? Probably not. Mm. like list all your things you used what they said against them they told you how you can win the sale yeah so as much as people hate objections those objections could be the winning factor of this business process or this whatever phone call meeting face to face coffee whatever do you know what I mean but you need them to tell you everything that will let you win the sale yeah yeah I agree man it's just it's an interesting insight because it's in that situation it's so easy to get defensive and sometimes people do get defensive and that's just that's the worst possible thing you can do because it confirms the objection actually holds weight get defensive no it's in anything if I accuse you of stealing and immediately you get angry 
say, oh, I'm still, ah! I would think, yeah, you definitely stop. You get it? It's like, <laughs> I told you about um, the time where I got like this, I think it was definitely a scam, right? It was like a lottery scam and they're like, oh yeah, you can. we're going to enter you into a lottery syndicate, you pick your numbers, blah, 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 blah. And I thought it was a scam, right? So I thought, let me go through with it. And just, because I was driving home, I was like, I got time. So I was talking to the guy and he was saying, oh yeah, take me through the numbers. I'm picking my numbers. I say a number and he's like, oh, that's that's my birthday. So yeah, you're going to be really lucky. <laughs> like, all good, you know, all the kind of salesy stuff. And he's like, yeah, so it's so what I'm going to do. I'm going to put that in there for you. He's like, oh yeah, so, you know, you could win this, how many millions? Cool, 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 cool. I don't even, I'm not even the person, the kind of person that plays lottery, but I'm just humoring it because I know this is a scam and at some point, they're going to ask me for my card details. So, go through everything and he's just saying, oh yeah, we're going to send you a unique login, blah, 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 blah. And then it gets to the point like, so yeah, what we're going to do now is just take a test payment to see if the card is active. I was like, okay, cool. So is that something I can do online? No, no. So right now what we're going to need you to do is take open card. (laughs) So this is like 20 minutes into the phone call. They've got to the real part where they need to make a decision. Now, all now they haven't mentioned anything to do with money. So when they spring on you 20 minutes down the line, they make it seem like it's a free thing and they spring it on 20 minutes down the line. You haven't dealt with my objection because my objection, the moment you call me talking about all these, this opportunity, lottery, whatever, the, I'm thinking about money, like how much money you're asking for me. That's why I stayed in the call. I want to know how much money do you want from me or how are you going to try and get money from me? This is not just you calling me to give me a free lottery ticket. Do you know what I mean? Especially the way the guy was talking, fake, happy, all that stuff. So when I said I was driving, I literally wasn't lying. I told him, oh, I can't take out my bank card right now because I'm driving. How about you call back? Automatically, he he starts to get angry. (laughs) And like, the mask was literally slipping. It's like, you're really defensive now because I haven't even said that I don't... um, that I don't believe you're true like I'm pretending like I'm just all fake nice you know all that stuff um, I haven't even said that I don't believe this is true but because you he already knew what my objection would be it would be the money but he refused to mention the money beforehand we could have saved so much time if he'd just gone oh so that's a horrendous sales call are you 20 minutes in and then you haven't gotten so anything long. from that. this guy that's made me pick numbers I was humoring him because he was like yeah we're going to pick the numbers you know and tonight yeah, there's like South African accent, right? And he was like, oh, and tonight, you know, when the numbers come out, you're going to remember me because that's my birthday. Like, all this stuff, yeah. I'm like, there's, there's obviously a sell here, but you're not selling anything. You're trying to give me something. And immediately, I'm suspicious because like, I'm switched on like that. And I'm sure most people would be switched on to that. If someone's calling you and offering you something for nothing, you'd be switched on to that. So, in the same way, when you're approaching someone, you can't come with the fact that you're offering them something for nothing. That, that that just seems, it doesn't seem genuine. And people will see right through that, don't you think? So when you call people, Emma, like as you said, you position yourself as like, oh, you need these people, we might have something for you. It's not something for nothing, it's your valuable organisation, you need this. We actually have this. We can actually help each other. The thing is, for me, 
Um, especially with how, because I, I, I basically help contractors get jobs with the contract market works very fast. Mm-hmm. So I can literally get them someone in the door the next day. Wow. The next day. I've talked to the candidate. I've referenced the candidate. I have everything to go. He sat there. You're telling me you're going to wait for your people who are going to take three weeks, who probably don't reference, and you're going to throw someone in and hope for the best. But just because of habit, out of habit and out of some fake relationship, some fake security, not even fake security, but some fake, like, um, they're just trying to be loyal to them when they have nothing to lose and I'm not even asking for an exclusivity you're telling me your this agency helps you recruit for everything your mm-hmm. your internal your internal recruitment staff recruit for everything that how does how does everything trump specialists mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. trump tomorrow in the door and I think that's that's a way we can actually deal with um, objections is finding out so yeah you have this objection that's fine and what one thing I've, I don't think you should ever do is like acknowledge it it's not it objection. is valid they it is valid I yeah. always say oh I completely understand where you're coming from yeah. but you're wrong like you are wrong in this instance but you are right to feel that way because you wouldn't say you're wrong yeah you're not going to say that in your head you're thinking but you would ask questions around exactly and too often like you see people that like because you know you have a solution you automatically go with the vibe as oh you got this well you should do this no no because they've been in the business how long they've been able to grow whatever they're you know they've done (laughs) you can't make that invaluable you can't dismiss all of that mm-hmm. so don't make them look like they're stupid and also even if you like one thing is mad right and this is something that we also do because well we're not like direct selling because we have like sell people that do that like one thing that you have to do like when you're implementing and stuff like that is get the people who are involved to buy into it which is essentially another sell right and one thing you don't want to do is tell them their problems. Yeah. Like, you need to know their problems. You need to demonstrate that you understand it, but you have to coach them into telling you their problems. Because when you tell people their problems, tell them what's wrong with them and what they're doing wrong, they get defensive. Yeah. And in the same way, like on the flip side, when, um, when you know, they're trying to, when they're not buying into what you're saying, you get defensive. They mm-hmm. do the exact same thing. So you need to learn to ask the right questions to get people to give you answers. Even if that question is, oh, do you have any objections? Like, is there anything that's stopping you? What's the one thing that's stopping you? Even if stuff like that is like, okay, I know you understand how this works, but do you have any reservations about how this might affect your job or something like that? Do you know what I mean? Like, all that kind of stuff is absolutely key to understanding and well not understanding to, to developing meaningful relationships working relationships with someone to, to making that sale to making that big deal to you know making that friend meeting that girl whatever you want to use uh-huh. the sales techniques for you know yeah yeah like it's all about people man just think about how 
you know, when you break it down bare bones, it's actually really simple. Like, treat people how you want to be treated. Yep. You know? If you treat, if you acknowledge the fact that they have these, you know, these thoughts in their head. And they're valid, absolutely. And they valid. are absolutely valid. But you are there just to show them there's actually a different way or better way. If I was drinking water one way and there was a more efficient way of me to drink water, I would want to know that. Even though I don't, I'm not saying it to you, I, I subconsciously want to know. I want, I want to live my life as efficient as possible. And that's the reason why product services are the, reason, are the number one leading way to change lives. Mm. Starting a business is actually the number one way to change life because it will literally get you from calling on a phone that's attached to the wall to having an iPhone in your hand. Mm. That changed a generation. Do you know yeah. what I'm saying? Yeah. And the only way you can deal with that, do you know how many people were like, what the hell is a phone in my hand? What I does that, that? Why would I want a phone in my hand? Think about that. That was a time. Why do I want a TV? Why do I want to see moving pictures? I mean, that's why we have phones that are the size they are now. You know what I mean? Because at one point, you like could have fit a phone in your pocket. In your pocket, it was better heavy, like five kg phone. You had a long around. ass antenna coming out of it. Long ass antenna. You had to type their things on it. It wasn't touchscreen. Yeah, and people would have had the Jetsons. They said, "This is too big. I don't want one of these." So you get the smaller versions. I'm like, okay, yeah, but this is too heavy now or it's too dense and I want something that's a little more light for my hands that I can fit in my pocket without feeling weighed down and you get the tiny little Nokia 3310s or whatever with the minuscule screens and stuff like that. Oh yeah, I don't want a pager and a phone. I want something that can do both and then, you know, that era of the mobile telephone kind of. Like, really think about what you're stepping into, the mm-hmm. world you're stepping into. You're stepping into innovation. You're stepping into changing the lives of others. You're cha- you're here to be of service to people. Mm-hmm. That's all businesses. You're of service to your target audience. But in order to be of service, you have to also understand where they're coming from, but then also teach them without being patronizing, without being rude, smart ways to make their lives better. Mm-hmm. If they have a business, again, I'm going to use recruitment because that's where I work in. If they have a business and they want to do better, in order to do better in a massive business is to have the right people in it. Mm-hmm. If you don't have the right people in it, you're never going to go far. Imagine if you had the the best on the market in your building. Mm-hmm. How much more efficient will everything be? How much quicker would you be able to get things done? Think about that. It's not about, oh gosh, I've got a agreed I've got a agreed relationship with some other people. I can't do this, bruv. You look at someone and see them and think, rah, they're sick, but you're still gonna do that. You need to find a way to reverse that thought process, revert those mental habits and throw them in the bin mm-hmm. and introduce something that is more efficient to their lives. Yeah. All businesses is trying to make someone's life easier. Facts. And in the same vein, you can't come up with a chip on your shoulder. You have a solution. That solution has to be flexible. Or realise that if that person isn't open to your solution, that's not your ideal customer. Yeah. That's, that's the... And you have to shut that down real yeah. quick. Those Just... are the only two options. Don't for, you can't force someone 
to come around to your way of thinking because yeah. that just makes people angry. Yeah. I know for me, it makes me angry. Like, I've already said what, how I feel. I haven't said I feel this way because this. And sometimes, yeah, people do hold back and they don't reveal yeah. why they say things. Of course. Yeah. Of course. And if you can sense that, then that's a different thing. And if you feel like the conversation is not going to get hostile, then sure, probe on that. Yeah. But sometimes people just do not want to talk to you. Yeah. And that is okay too. Yep. You know, but the idea of people, a lot of times I've, you know, people have called me, tell people have called me and they've come in with a chip on the shoulder knowing that this is exactly what you need. And it's like, you don't know me. And I'm the, I'm, I'm like the kind of person like, if you think you know me, you're not getting a thing from me right now. And I'm like, I'm shutting down. I'm petty. Don't do that. Um, but what, one thing that I saw, we had a workshop, um, this week and um, afterwards there were a few reservations to which we asked for because so they've already bought into our solution as, well they've already paid for us to deliver a solution right yeah. but the workshop is to get everyone on board to know what's actually going to happen and then to check if they actually buy in before we actually implement right now there's a load of reservations 20 or different reservations right and Based on that, we had to go back to the drawing board and think, is our solution that we've offered the best thing to deal with all of these? Yeah. And it turns out it wasn't. Yeah. But from there, we're able to maybe tweak a few things and make sure that every part is covered without going into too much, too, too much detail. Um, say like, oh, they, they, they weren't sure how one a, a solution would fit with their current system, yeah? Then we make sure that it can or we make sure that we coach them a clear way where they can use both in tandem with each other so it, does, it doesn't replace this but it, it supports it at another level yeah do you know what I mean so stuff like that and if you can't tailor your solution in that way for example if you have one specific product you're selling and it doesn't fit this person's needs do not shove it down their throat because they're not going to be receptive to it honestly yeah that is that um Guys, honestly, I think this has been a valuable episode, even for me to kind of just, again, reframe objection handling. Because again, I do it every single day, but sometimes I do let it get me down. Or I do miss out certain things that I could have completely revamped the call and could have potentially moved me forward. Mm -hmm. Um, But definitely don't be shy of them. And at first, it's going to be really hard to Mm -hmm. get over it. It's going to be so hard getting the phone down on you, being the door shut in your face people are going to be like I don't want this I don't care they're going to they might even cuss it out like you guys are trash your service is trash even though they haven't used it or anything mm-hmm. like that people just love to chat the most just like how people wanted to chat the most about the Lion King and guess what it did absolutely <laughs> successful alright so <laughs> at the end of the day their opinion is this valid but doesn't mean it's right just means it's valid all right all you need to do now is help them see that you are the bridge between where they are to where they want to be that's all objection handling is don't be afraid of it embrace it embrace the objections and at the end of every single time you handle an objection better you are becoming a better salesperson you are Mm -hmm. helping your business to move forward so take these things on board use them and there are no solutions yeah. without objections. Exactly. Yeah. No one is just going to be like, yeah, sure, yeah, 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 yeah. Those people are the people you never want to work with, which is hilarious, but it's true. 
Or they're just like you're not selling to them. Yeah. Like you're not the salesperson there. They already wanted to buy it. You, yeah. You, yeah. Or they were just they were ready. Like you're, you're, you're they the were exactly who you were looking for. Yeah, they have shelf. no problems. The product is you. They're the buying to you. It's on the shelf. And yeah. you, you are the shelf. They're yeah. just gonna take it from you. Yeah, that's they're it. just gonna take it. Because yeah. that's what the again, so it's either you have to do some work mm-hmm. for the client, for the customer, or you are literally just selling what they are buying. And mm-hmm. that's that, boy. That's that. I've had, I've literally been on a call where I was taking a reference for someone and they were like, and that person had left. Mm-hmm. Oh, do you, do you have anyone? Like, can you send over some people? Yeah, sure. <laughs> All right. Sadly, they weren't, they weren't contractors. They were permanent. So I had to pass it over to my, my colleague, but he's working it for me and I get a cut of that. Because I I'm the one who got that job on for yeah. him, um, so yeah. <laughs> um, but again, goes to show that there are two types of customers. But you're gonna get more of the objection handlers yeah. than anything. So you're yeah. gonna have to figure out how to do that. But this episode should help you out with that. So yeah, please do. You know, listen to this podcast with your mother, with your father, with your business partner with anyone you know who's looking to grow their business to scale their business mm-hmm. also feel free to share review like subscribe and i will see you travis will see you and michael will see you in the next episode if you can't buy it twice just know that there's rice at home <laughs>